Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by FIVO. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, coming to you after the 49ers 30-12 to Thursday night football win over the New York Giants. The 49ers are now 3-0, which is a big deal for a team that has gotten off to slow starts the last couple of years, and it's taken its toll come playoff time. Going into training camp and into the season, the 49ers were very clear that they wanted to get off to a fast start, so still, though there is still a lot of football left to play... 3-0 is certainly a good place to start. So let's get to the game. Debo Samuel certainly looking not awful. As has been well documented, Samuel said in the offseason that he felt his 2022 campaign was awful. His 2023 campaign off to a very not awful start. Samuel had six receptions for 129 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown coming midway or about six minutes left, maybe a little bit less in the fourth quarter, a 27-yard touchdown that pretty much sealed the 49ers win, though Talano Hufunga seal sealed it with an interception a little bit later in the game. But earlier in the game, Debo Samuel had a 40-yard catch in which he just went through four defenders just barreling on through them. And it was 23 yards after the catch. And that has always been the thing with Debo Samuel. When he is on, it's the yak. It's the yards after the catch. And we are seeing a very similar to 2021 Debo Samuel. Debo was asked after the game, would he agree that the season is so far, not awful. And he said he would. He smiled. He said, I'm in better shape. I'm being, being able to just substitute. being able to sustain drives and be out there as long as I can without having to sub. It is very different Debo Samuel, and it was needed on a night where the 49ers were without wide receiver Brandon Ayuk. So Samuel really stepped it up. Nick Bosa later said that Samuel could be an honorary linebacker, and he said that Defensive line coach Chris Kacarek really loves it and gets super animated when Debo Samuel just goes through defenders, which we saw him see We saw him do multiple times on Thursday night. So that's the Debo Samuel of it all. Let's move on to one Christian McCaffrey, who has now scored a touchdown in 12 straight games, tying a franchise record with none other than Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice? pretty good at football. So that was a big deal. Christian McCaffrey also hit 5,000 career rushing yards tonight, which was pretty cool or on Thursday night. So that was pretty cool. Uh, McCaffrey that was brought to his attention after the game. And in his words, that's pretty cool. So that was awesome. He finished the evening with 85 yards rushing with a touchdown. And he really is incredible. I don't even think the stats do justice in the way that he's able to move around defenders, the way he's able to see holes, spin, get around a defense. It's pretty, pretty cool. So that is always fun to watch. And uh, that's what I have to say about that. But honestly, Christian McCaffrey, I think the kids like to say he's a cheat code and he really is. And again, on a night without Brandon Ayuk, where the rest of the 49ers had to step up. One thing about Debo, the 40 yard run or the 40 yard reception came several plays after he had made a 19 yard reception where he'd already gone through a bunch of defenders and he was down on the ground for a while. Then he went in the blue medical tent. He was back in about seven snaps later. He said after he fell on the football, 
felt like he got the wind knocked out of him. Head coach Kyle Shanahan said they're probably going to have to do an extra on his rib just to be safe, but it didn't sound like there was too much cause for concern. Shanahan also said that with Brandon Ayuk, had this been a Sunday game, he probably would have been able to play. So that should help 49ers fans breathe a sigh of relief and not be too concerned about any long-term issues with Ayuk. Probably a very smart move not to push it in week three, because as I mentioned at the top of this podcast, 14 more regular season games to play. So miles to go before they sleep, so to speak. Defensively, Javon Hargrave recorded his second sack of the season, and Nick Bosa got his first sack of the season. The defensive line seemed to play as well as they, as they have thus far this season, which makes sense. You have a new guy in Javon Hargrave. You had Nick Bosa, who missed the entire training camp and got back just in time to start in week one against Pittsburgh. So certainly gelling, coming together, and you know the defense all around looked good. The Giants, the Giants did not have a great offensive game. They are, I'm going to pull up, some stats here for you. The 49ers had 26 first downs. The Giants had 10. 49ers had 40, 441 yards. The Giants had 150. And the 49ers had the ball for 39 minutes and 10 seconds of the game. So it was a dominating performance. And it was a dominating performance, kind of a low-key dominating for performance because at times it looked sloppy. And it was a night where quarterback Brock Purdy did not have his best game. Certainly the stats are very good. 25 of 37 for 310 yards, two touchdowns, and a rating of 111.3. And very important, no interceptions. This man has not thrown an interception since like a very long time ago. But that being said, it was not a perfect game for him. He missed a lot of throws. He he was definitely not looking like his best. But the thing with Brock Purdy is he stays poised. He stays in command. He gets the job done. They won the game and he takes care of the football. Now, came close on two interceptions. We had George Kittle essentially get a PBU on a ball that was about to be intercepted and he came running in, knocked out of the way and then celebrated like a defensive back, which was very entertaining, of course. And then there was a ball that ricocheted off the hands of Debo Samuel and into the waiting arms of one Ronnie Bell. Seventh round draft pick out of you guessed it, the University of Michigan. It was a very good night for the young Ronnie Bell as Ronnie Bell had his first NFL catch, which also was a touchdown. So there was that, which was incredible. Then there was the play I just mentioned that he turned in a potential interception, interception into a catch. And he also had a huge special teams tackle. And that's a thing with him. He's been very versatile. The 49ers are able to use him in so many ways. I think it's a big reason why they trust him and why the seventh round draft pick was able to make the team. And this was a tough team to make at the position of wide receiver. So go Ronnie Bell. And as long as we're talking about Michigan people, which I think we all know is one of my more favorite subjects, let's talk about kicker Jake Moody. I know y'all were worried in the preseason. I know I told y'all I was going to be fine. He was fine. He made all three of his field goals on Thursday, perfect on extra points. He is nine for nine on field goals in the last three games. Pretty incredible stuff. And I want to pull up some little notes for you on that because he does have the potential to be quite the kicker, one of the great kickers. But 
He is the fourth kicker in NFL history and the first since 1997 to make three or more field goals in, in each of his first three career starts. So there you go. Uh, he became the first kicker in NFL history to connect on three field goals and three point after or three extra points in each of his first three career games. So the point is money moody lives on and it was a pretty good night for the Michigan rookies. And I think we all know, I don't hate that. So here's what's next up for the 49ers. They now have their mini buy, which is the really the only benefit of having to play on the short week uh, from Sunday to Thursday. And then they'll host the Arizona Cardinals. And then they'll host in primetime Sunday night football on October 8th, the Dallas Cowboys. That is probably their first real, real test. The Cowboys, terrible news out of Dallas that defensive back Trayvon Diggs tore his ACL at practice is out for the season. Such a blow for Dallas, and you absolutely hate to hear that, and you hate to see that. So the Cowboys will come to, to town in a couple of weeks. Big test for the 49ers, and they go on the road to play the Cleveland Browns and the Minnesota Vikings. So that's what they have so that's what they have ahead of them. And uh, sorry for the little yawn there, guys, but primetime football. We're working late. It's a long day, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Just kind of wanted to recap the game for you guys. Wanted to give you guys just some context on a few things. And with that, I will talk to everybody next week. Enjoy your weekend. Follow me on Twitter at TracyFGSN. Follow me on Instagram at Tracy Sandler. Posted a ton. Videos, photos from pregame for Thursday night football. I'll be posting things throughout the weekend. So I know you guys really enjoy some of that behind the scenes content. Uh, the Dodgers and the Giants are playing this weekend. So I guess follow me at your own risk. The Dodgers took game one on Thursday night. Sorry, but not that sorry. Michigan takes on Rutgers. Make sure to check out Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter for predictable picks with the maize and blue and the maize and blue being Ronnie Bell and Jake Moody, who every week are picking the Michigan game and how many points Michigan will win by. And then they have a little competition among each other in terms of who is the closest. Right now, Ronnie Bell is 2-0. So keep an eye out for that. With that, I'll talk to everybody next week. Please leave us a five-star rating, a super positive review. And that's what I got for you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.